The Shaky Town Radio Hour is on the road to San Diego. I'm Brody Foster Hubbard. Who do I have here with me today on the road to San Diego Zine Fest? Behind the wheel is our old friend, the dreamy, the delightful Daisy Noemi, dancing right now to Peaches. Holler at me, yo, while I'm driving and listening to Peaches. I'm not fucking the pain away, but I'm listening to that song. And then we also have a brand new guest on the podcast who I've been wanting to talk to on mic for a good year or two. Uh, We met when she was fulfilling her duties as an organizer of LA Zine Fest, uh, one of the founders, and um, a, a writer and zinester and creative person who I love dearly, Erica Sender. Hey, podcast. I'm Erica, and we're driving, except I'm not driving. And neither am I. Daisy was kind enough to haul our asses to the San Diego Zine Fest. The first San Diego Zine Fest ever. Um, hopefully the first of many to come. But let's see how this one goes today. It's We don't know what we're in, what's in store for us. I have no idea what to expect. Um, it's probably going to be a... I don't, I don't even know. I just, I don't... Look at how speechless I am about it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, I'll be interested in Erica's perspective as a founder of LA Zine Fest, as a, uh, a Zine Fest attendee across the nation. Chicago Zine Fest, Portland Zine Symposiums you've been to, right? Um, what else? Um, LA Zine Fest... I actually I think that's that's it. But I've talked to Zine Fest organizers. Uh, I've talked to the uh, Richmond Zine Fest organizers. I've talked to the Milwaukee Zine Fest organizers. Albuquerque Zine Fest organizer, not plural. <laughs> um, I've talked to yeah. So even though I've only attended two different places, or I guess three, including LA, uh, I know about a lot of them. Yeah. So Erica will be giving her expert perspective, kind of like when you have the football player who doesn't play football anymore, um, because Erica, you're not organizing Zine Fest at this time. Uh, you're concentrating right now on your own art and writing. Um, so when you get that person on the doing the color commentary, I, I don't watch sports. Me neither. Yeah, but I know that that's a thing. Yes, yes it is. Uh, apparently I have some sort of... Um, Brody is looking to me at some sort of zine fest authority, which I will gladly take. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're like Jerry the King Lawler when he comments on WWE, you know, E Monday Night Raw. Sure. You're, you're our Jerry the King Lawler. All right then. So that'll work. Um, and we'll talk about a lot of stuff. We'll talk about just what Erica is all about. <laughs> we'll talk with Daisy about what's on her mind. We'll talk to folks, uh, you know, vendors and the yet-to-be-named organizers of San Diego Zine Fest. Right now, to me, it's... Anonymous. The anonymous organizers of San Diego Zine Fest. And I wonder if they will stay anonymous as part of their thing. It's... They... they, Daisy, you can back me up here, right? They're an entity. They've not revealed themselves as individuals yet. Um, I have spoken to the organizer, which is... I know she's, uh, she's a woman... 
Um, I don't remember her name, but I do know her name, and I creeped on her Facebook a while ago when I first found out about San Diego Z-Fest to see, like, you know, who she was or, you know, just being nosy. And uh, I think she's... She lives in San Diego, but I think she's from TJ. Um, and she seems, like, really into arts and culture and supporting the DIY community and arts community. And I think it's really important that San Diego has it because... San Diego is really fucking clicky, if I may say so, because I did live there for many years, and the San Diego art scene is so small, like, that the same people kept getting exposure in the art scene, so I think this is really important to just, but I don't know, maybe the same people that I know of will be there, I don't know, because they have really, who knows what's going to happen, um, the only thing that worries me is that when I emailed her a couple days ago, she's still not sure what the final count is. <laughs> It's like it was like Thursday. We, we it'll be interesting to see. It'll be interesting. We're 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 going to for Erica and I uncharted territory. For Daisy, it's a return home, and we'll find out how everybody's feeling. But we should also mention that we have a lot of people from LA down there. Like I oh, think right. you know, Freeways Collide is going to be there. I think MC Shamrock is going to be there. I don't know. If they're going to be there, if just their zines are going to be there, because I haven't seen them post anything about them physically being there. Oh, are you talking about uh, Stephen and Deirdre from MC Sunflower? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, them. I saw them in the tabling, uh, the exhibitor list. Okay. But I'm not, I don't know if they're going to be there physically, but there's going to be a few of LA peeps representing yeah. um, the zine world in San Diego, and I hope we do a good job and don't make a fool of ourselves. <laughs> I, I'm, sure, I'm sure it will be wonderful. <laughs> Jen Venegas will be there. We all know I love Jen Venegas. Um, yeah, we'll see what other familiar voices pop up and new friends that we make today. Shaky Town Radio at San Diego Zine Fest. We've arrived in Barrio Logan, where the San Diego Zine Fest is happening today, and Daisy was just telling us uh, about what she knows. Yeah, I used to live by here many years ago, like when I was like 18. And before when I was 18, Logan and Bar Logan was somewhere you would never venture. Scary. Like, you could, you could get stabbed, okay? Um, but in the past few years, Bar Logan has been blooming into a really wonderful art community, and this is, like, at this gallery, at this space called The Spot. And I've never been to it because, like I said, I'm not, I don't live here anymore, so I don't know too much about all the changes that have gone on within the art community, but I'm so glad that it's not scary anymore and that it's artsy instead because art is always better than gangs and shit. This is true. This is true. Any thoughts, Erica? Um, I haven't been to San Diego since I was like nine and I went to SeaWorld, so this is new and exciting. Very cool. Yeah, I haven't been since um, the missus and I went to uh, my long-suffering spouse, Meg, uh, went to a family reunion and we just stayed in Old Town and I think we did SeaWorld. So... Um, I'm seeing, like, when we came in, I, like, pointed downtown. I was like, oh, it kind of reminds me of uh, downtown Phoenix. And I'm sure people in both Phoenix and San Diego might disagree with me about that. But I tend to find the Phoenix in things because I'm sentimental still about that town. Um, but, yeah. Oh, but, yeah, then there was, like, an ocean and a marina and stuff like that, which Arizona definitely doesn't have. Um, we're going to find this... Space, the art, the the space where the Zine Fest is happening. 
the San Diego Zine Fest. Erica, Daisy, and I have entered the establishment. Um, we, we've moved once. Uh, we set up only to find out that we were setting up on top of where the DJs were going to be. So we moved to a different part of the building. Uh, we're in a dark, dark corner far, far away within these gallery walls. I kind of like it, though, because it's... Uh, and, and I don't know if you know, you know, Daisy and Erica, there's, like, a room behind us, and there's even more people in there. So it's a very cool, like, little labyrinth of, right, of folks. Um, inception of Zinefest. Yeah. Zinefest within a Zinefest within a Zinefest. <laughs> um, I, we have seen... Um, Sarah from Pimp Killa is here. I'm going to talk to her in a little bit. Um, we have a lot of folks... Um, everybody's just now putting up their signs and their stuff that we're all setting up, so I'll, I'll have more specific names for you in a bit. Um, but Erica and Daisy and I are sharing a table um, and we're spreading our works out here, uh, as well as a little advertisement for Shaky Town Radio Hour and for Los Angeles Zine Fest. And looking forward to this. I see Daisy still has her Amoeba Music fan that we bring in for some Space Fifteen Twenty. Good callback. My, like, bag is pretty much what I took to Free Wiz Collide, except for the new photo zine that I did called Holotant. Yes. But everything is pretty much the same. I didn't clean it out, as yeah. you can see, because I, I have the Amoeba fan. <laughs> and Free Wiz Collide is here. I did see them on the way in. Um, if you two don't mind, I'm going to just look around a little bit, talk to some folks, take some pictures. Um, we are mobile. We are remote, live on the scene. Uh, Barrio Logan, uh, we have the Radvocates here, Endless Canvas is here, um, we have Sarah from Pimpilla, as previously mentioned, we have Krusty Comics, we have Joe, Pammy, Victoria Leaf, Big Love, our friends from Free is Collide, let's talk to them, hi, hi, it's good, I'm doing the podcast right now, how are y'all? Oh, uh, why me? Because. <laughs> always me. Okay, I know. We'll say hello again. Though. Hello, hello. Hey, Sarah. I'm Sarah, yes. <laughs> and Hi. I'm Lowell. Lowell, what's going on? How are you enjoying the setup and uh, the layout so far? It's good. It's good. Um, it's really nice. I like the space. It's very um, warehousey and, like, spacey. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, so this is the first annual... San Diego Zine Fest. Sarah, you and I have talked about like, hey, like Long Beach has a scene, and you want to see like stuff happen there. Um, this year, Los Angeles Zine Fest 2014 is going to be in Culver City, so it'll be more the West Side. We're here in this totally different town, San Diego. What do you know about it? What have you heard about it uh, as far as the zine culture? I don't know anything about it. Really, I randomly found out about San Diego Zine Fest. I don't know how. Google somehow. Yeah. And then, I, this is my first time in San Diego, so I don't know anything about San Diego or the zine culture at all. Yeah. Lowell? I, I th- I've been here, like, maybe a couple years ago, a few years ago, um, for some art show. And I know that they have, like, a really good, like, DIY kind of culture here yeah. and a really good, like, art culture, but, like, not, like, super strong, but, like, it's growing, you know? So, yeah, it's good to see this happen, you know? Cool. Well, we're going to walk around, check out some tables, and uh, I'll talk to you off mic later sure. to say hi and, and, yeah, it'll be good. It's good to see you both. Yeah, good to see you. <laughs> Bye. We're going to talk to uh, Sarah real quick. Sarah, one of our previous co-hosts from 
Uh, Riverside DIY Print Fest. What's up, Brody? And uh, Shaky Town Radio. Yes. So you set up, you have Naomi, prequel to Pimp Killer. You have Pimp Killer, the Descent out. You have your postcards, your prints, your stickers. And two new pages from issue three. It looks good. Pimp Killer, the Retribution. And this is where we meet Wilcox Slim. Yes. This is where we get to the nitty gritty and where Sloane Stone really starts to uh, seek vengeance for her sister's attack. <laughs> All right. So, uh, do you have you visited San Diego much? I've only been here once before, and it was for Comic Con last year, and it was Madhouse. And I went to see, I went to go check out this like um, not Artist Alley at Comic Con, but it was a different Artist Alley like next to Comic Con that was free, and uh, that was pretty cool. But yeah, that was my last trip. It's nice. It's beautiful down here. Yeah. And a lot less crowded. Yes. Parking was good to find. We're, we have uh, some nice weather. And, um, yeah. What else do we want to tell the, the crowd? What do you want to tell the uh, audience about Pimkilla? Like, what's happening next with it? Well, we are working on trying to get the funds to make the next issue. So we're probably going to be coming out with an Indiegogo or some kind of fundraising event. I was thinking, of, like, an art space and just kind of getting people out there. Maybe get some live music to come and draw the crowds in. But, yeah, this new artist is really awesome, and the new work he makes is, you know, top-notch in my opinion. So I really want to get get that out there. Very cool. And you'll be coming on the show soon, so we can talk more in depth about you. You also have a... Uh, one of the big zine fests in San Francisco. You have your uh, retelling of of your adventures there. Yes, yes. My San Francisco tales of trials and tribulations. Yeah, <laughs> so it'll be fun. Well, come visit us in the back when you get a chance. And... I will. Wait, where are you now? <laughs> so we were where the DJs are now. We got bumped, but we're so we're a little further in the labyrinth that that away. Okay. Cool. I will come back there. Okay. The Fair Dig, issue two. Thank you so much. I appreciate the plug. Um, <laughs> See, I'm getting better and better. At that. Yeah. Come up to me and I'm like, hey, I gotta be ready for bro. I'll be on my toes with you. <laughs> uh, oh. This is done. You should come back. Yeah, for sure. Girl Zines A Go Go is here. That was, they were our neighbors for like a, a second, but we are moved now. Um, so maybe we'll get to talk to them if we can work our way back through the labyrinth. Um, and I'm going to take some pictures now so you can go online and see what this place looks like. I am at the Girl Zines A Go Go table. Let me introduce you to the two Girl Zines A Go Go representatives, facilitators, collective members. Okay. Hi, I'm Kim. I'm Margaret. Uh, I talked to you both uh, off mic at LA Zine Fest earlier this year. Now here we are together in San Diego, and uh, you're based in what city? We're here in San Diego. Diego. Um, So this must be, you must have a special feeling like this being now in your backyard. Um, You go to zine events, I'm sure, all over California, all over the country. Um, But now here we are in your neighborhood. So what is that like? Is it weird? It's not weird. It's actually, like, it's exciting for us. It's exciting because we had nothing to do with it and don't know the organizers, which means we're going to meet new people, and that's what's most exciting for us. Because San Diego is very, very spread out geographically, and so there's a lot of disconnect, and so we're glad to have everybody get together in one space. And y'all are doing a workshop today? 
Yeah, we're doing a workshop on connecting and strengthening community with scenes. It's something that we've talked about a lot um, in our work. So we're hoping to get one of the organizers of this event to kind of co-talk with us um, so that we can hear opinions about other folks in the city about how they connect with their zine or what they would like to do with their zine or zine work. Yeah, we always think of it as a, we think of our group as a community arts project, and not all zine makers are thinking in those terms, but that, so that's kind of what we want to talk about is we're addressing not just the zine community, but how do they, how do you connect with the wider community also. Very cool. Now, um, Shaky Town Radio is an LA-based podcast. Uh, what is it important for Los Angeles folks and the people who support the art community and DIY community and activist communities there? What should they know that they might not understand about San Diego's uh, art and DIY and activist communities? Good question. That it exists? That might be one, right? Because, uh, But I think... Um, one of the most important things about the San Diego scene, that, and you'll see it here at this event today, is the connection to the border and to Tijuana. That you know, that is that twinning of the two cities is a very is very unique for us. Where Los Angeles is definitely a multicultural city, San Diego is a border city, um, and I think that's something really unique that you'll see today. I would also say that. Um you know, there's there's a lot of commodification that happens in Los Angeles, and so I think down here people are still trying to keep stuff grassroots. I know, of course, that happens in LA, but I think it's smaller here. It's on a smaller scale. People are really trying to generate a sense of community, perhaps without that sort of maybe capital in mind or the sort of the glamour in mind mm-hmm. as well. Um, so you know, keeping it real <laughs> a little bit. Uh, so where can our online audience find you on the World Wide Web if they want to find out more about Girls Zines Agogo? Um, we do have a website, uh, Um The most active place you'll find us is on Facebook. I hate to say it, but it's true. But we, it's a great way to connect up with people, so we use that a lot as well. And what is your favorite zine here today that you or one of your favorites? We, we don't oh, want to gosh. pick a favorite favorite, but we'll say... Well, we have a zine, a sort of an interesting thing that we've been starting to do. Margaret and I are both um, folk herbalists, community herbalists. So we have a zine that's actually um, in paper format here. It's a compilation zine on herbalism in the community, and it's available to download. So, But you can also have it here for print form. Um, and so this is one of our sort of more, I guess, complex projects that we're trying to venture out into so I'd say that one, and then what else we have here? We have some pretty stuff. Yeah. <laughs> pretty covers. and. <laughs> Very colorful. We've been doing this for, what, 12 years now almost? So yeah. we've generated a large mass collection of titles over the yeah. years and have developed not necessarily into a distro, but more of a um, lending or reading library. Nice, nice. <laughs> so, so we'll have uh, folks, and the from the ground, that can be found uh, groundupzine.wordpress.com. Yes. Yeah. Very cool. Exactly. Well, uh, have... Oh, and for L.A. folks, we have, yeah. I have to say, we're, our, some of our favorites are always Joshua Plude's vegan cookbooks. So nice. we always have our friend Josh's stuff here, too. Cool. Very good. Well, uh, I hope you enjoyed the workshop. It, it sounds great and everything, and hope to keep running into y'all at these events. And thanks very much for talking to Shaky Town. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We're set up at our table. Um, 
people are coming in, we're getting traffic, things are happening, I'm having an anxiety attack, so I thought I would do what I did the last time <laughs> this happened at an event, I would record it. Uh, Erica gave me a sticker book to read, uh, it's helping, these stickers are really neat. Erica, can you, for our audience at home, explain the sticker and the sticker book culture, and like, this is something I learned of like last night. Sticker book culture is often co-opted by little girls, uh, some boys, but it's generally a very girl-oriented hobby. Uh, I am not a little girl, but I have liked stickers since I was a little girl. Um, I had a sticker book in the 90s when everyone had a sticker book, and now it's not the 90s. Um, and I didn't think you could... It actually was really, really hard to find a blank sticker book. Like, I s went all over the internet and was finally able to find this one. Um, and it was great. I ordered it online from this really sketchy website um, that was apparently a sticker factory in the 90s, but has since closed and has now moved online. Anyway, so... The sticker book I have is um, grown exponentially since I became pen pals with uh, the writer of the Fergus zine who lives in Australia, and she sent me loads and loads of stickers. Um, a lot of Korean uh, stickers called diary stickers, which uh, are very popular amongst adults. So that is sticker culture, current day sticker culture in a nutshell. Thank you, Erica, and thank you for letting me look at that book. It made me feel better. Um, Daisy? The unicorn, I mean, the cover is a glittery unicorn. Okay, who doesn't just automatically feel shimmery once you stare at that? I'm filled with joy. Envision me and Erica slightly molesting these stickers. What's <laughs> stroking? I don't know which is better. It's the puffy sticker page, so it's, it's a texture. Yeah. Now, Daisy right now is assembling Hair Amazing, which we talked about at the Freeways Collide event during International Zine Month, which I still think is Hair Amazing. <laughs> it's just a silly little doodle sketchbook. Um, the table in front of us has a lot of people looking at it. Yeah. Maybe they should look at my Hair, hair Amazing one. Good. They should. Um, so the, the event is early, like the night is young, as they say. Um, so let's see what happens. Okay. Please tell our audience who you are and what your work is called. Hi, I'm Kamevian Nueva and I run Reflect Mag. <laughs> Hi, I'm Stacy Christie and I'm the intern for Reflect Mag. All right. So what are we doing here today? What are we offering up the San Diego Zine Fest attendees? Uh, right now we're selling issue 6 and 5 and previewing issue 7 that's coming out tomorrow. And right now we're making sticker art and cards. <laughs> yeah, I, I see you doing the sticker stuff. Yeah, I'm really into the stickers. <laughs> yeah. We were just talking about stickers with Erica, um, who, who I'm tabling with over there, and... Uh, I didn't realize like there was such a culture around stickers and how like people go crazy over them. Like I don't know, it was new to me, but I mean, I think it's tell me what you think about stickers. No, I agree. There was one guy he literally he took one and he just ripped it. He, yeah. <laughs> and just put it all over his skateboard. It was awesome. I saw that. I saw that. So how how are folks uh, treating you so far here at the the space? Uh 
girls like our magazine a lot. <laughs> well, because it's, it's like a fashion style magazine, so that makes sense. Yeah. Now tell me more about your duties, because you said you were an intern. Yeah. I actually just moved over here from New Zealand, and so it's really exciting to be working for like a magazine that's based in California. Yeah. Uh, is this your first zine fest? Yeah, it is. And it's really, really fun. I'm really liking it. Good, good. Uh, you, you've, you've been to a couple of these events. We were talking about some uh, events right earlier, like folks that we know through uh, in the community. Uh, what, what, are, what are some of your favorite events in, in uh, Nationwide or, or just Southern California? Where, where have you gotten out to? Like ZineFest-wise? Yeah. Uh, I definitely like the ones at Space 1520 by yeah. Freeways Collide. I really like that one because you can feel like it's more communal and... From my experience, it doesn't feel very competitive. I don't know if you feel that way, too. Like, you feel the, the little tension. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, and then LA Zine Fest, I really like, because there's so much energy, and it's really exciting, and you just see all this, like, great work and everything. Um, let's see, where else? Yeah, those are the top two that I really like going to so far. <laughs> so our, our podcast audience, uh, obviously, are online. Where can they find out more about you and reflect on, on, on World Wide Web? Uh, you can go to our website at reflectmag.com. It's with a K. We had to change it because a Swedish metal band took the <laughs> other name. Or you could go to our Facebook, which is facebook.com slash reflectmag. All right, cool. Yeah. Thank you so much both for talking to us. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> this is Brody from Shaky Town Radio, and I'm here at the table for High Tech High Chula Vista Ninth uh, and 12th grade student zine project. The zine project was called What Do You Have to Say? And I'm here with somebody representing the project. Hello. Hi. Hello, my name is Luis. Luis? Yeah. Good to meet you. Luis, tell me about what you have here today and about what the, the, how the zine project happened. All right, so we have a bunch of zines from students from 9th to 12th grade from High Tech High Chula Vista, and we just got this project, and I really liked it because it was... Like, we could do it about whatever we want, like our inspirations, passions, or things we just want to talk about. Yeah. So we, I see a lot of different things here. There's uh, some discussion of technology. Uh, I see an artist diary. Like hobbies, horseback riding, archery. There's a Pokemon zine. Yeah. You could do it about whatever you want. Yeah. Uh, and that's, I mean, that's a great thing about zines. They could, they could literally be about anything. I'm going to do one about Captain Crunch, I decided. Oh, that's really nice. Yeah. I, he has a rich history that people don't understand and appreciate. Uh, about the social differences in Mexico, the social classes, and how it's the same here in America, but it's really different. So you did, like, a very, like, heavy topic, you, yeah. much more uh, involved than, like, my Captain Crunch idea. Yeah. Um, so so uh, is this your first thing that you'd ever put together? Yeah, this is my first thing ever. Uh, so what did you feel about the process? Like, how did it um, how did it work for you? How did you, like, did you like it? Yeah, it was hard because I had a hard time picking the images I really liked because I really wanted to be personal, not just, like, any scene, just, like, my scene. So it took me about, like, three months. No, I mean, like, three weeks or a month to put it together, but I'm really happy with the outcome. And I really like to show it to people and in my class, in my school. What do you think makes zines so special and different from any sort of other communication? I mean, people can go on blogs, people can do all sorts of different media, but like there's this, you know, thing that drives some of us to put things together by hand and and have actual tangible 
print in your hand to give to people, not having gone through the process for the first time. Um, how how has, has your perspective on zines been formed or changed? Yeah, well, I like zines more because you you can most of the time you can get to know the whoever gave it to you, and instead of just reading it from a screen or listening to it from the TV, because you, maybe you don't know if the news are real or fake and I like them because like I said like whoever gives it to you tries to put their like themselves in the scene like their artwork and their thoughts and everything so that's why I like them more you can get to see like other people's other people's perspectives instead of like the the media perspective so this is high tech high Chula Vista uh, 9th through 12th grade zine project what do you have to say and I'm seeing you'll see on the website a picture like there's a lot of people have they have a lot to say we have a lot of different topics here and uh, Luis thank you so much for talking to us thank you you were perfect you did that like a natural like oh yeah radio that old hat you know good job and uh, this is beautiful like, this is... I had a really interesting like emotional experience during that interview with Luis um, it was just really nice to see like all these young people expressing themselves and making a zine about something that means something to them whether it's something as you know fun as pokemon or there was one with like uh, john belushi on the cover or something like more serious like Luis's zine um and if you could see well you can see go to the website and you can see uh, a picture um of just like all all these different zines representing all these different voices it's very moving um I'm really glad I got to see that and got to talk to Lise It doesn't matter that I got four hours sleep. It doesn't matter that I had an anxiety attack. It doesn't matter that earnest, sincere high school students brought me to tears. Everything's okay because the Smiths are playing. Pretty much. Sums it up. And you're, what are you doing here? With uh, I'm working on an embroidery project that I've been working on for like nine months. Uh, it's a Jenny Holzer quote. Ah. <laughs> Will you tell us the quote? Oh, sure. It's, um, you are a victim of the rules you live by. Amen to that. Hello. So we have you know, folks coming by, looking at tables, looking at zines. Um, it's, it's very crazy and chaotic and frenetic here at the San Diego Zine Fest. Uh, the way it's set up, you know, like I think I referred to earlier, kind of like a labyrinth. You know, people are weaving their way in and out of different rooms and hallways uh, besides the main room out front. So, I don't know if I should talk to you now about, I have questions about you and your work, or maybe later under less volume. I'm here with Jen Venegas, our friend, my friend, your friend, friend of the show. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> uh, as you remember, Jen does, she's not a morning person zine and runs the blog called Skinned Knees. You can find it at skinnees.net. Uh, Jen, we're closer now, like 10 minutes away, because I moved. And so we both made the trip down to San Diego today. 
Yeah, I actually came down last night because uh, my best friend lives down here. So came out and hung out, and now we're here, and it's pretty cool. I'm really glad I could make it down for this. So you and I have both been, and Erica, who's face is in front of my arm as I do this, so sorry. Um, should I go around? No, I'm good. Okay. Uh, yeah, so we've you know all been to our share of Zine Fest. This is the first one in San Diego. What do you think of what you see so far? Um, I'm into it. I, I like the variety of, um, of zines. It's, I'm I guess it's pretty cool to see what the San Diego community is putting out because it's not something that I'm really familiar with, so that's really cool. Um, I'm really into the high school scenes. Like, I talked to the, the teacher, and I really like what he's doing. And I actually told him about Sweet Candy Distro because Sage um, distros some, like, kid scenes, so I'm trying to, like, connect them. And, um... Uh, it's really cool. I'm into it. I like it. And it's great to see you and some L.A. people here. So, yeah, it's, it's awesome. So what are you planning to do the rest of the day here in San Diego? I'm going to the zoo. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, if you could walk with the animals, if you could talk with the animals, what would they say? Um, I don't... I'm not sure. Yesterday we went to... Um, place called La Jolla Cove and I'm pretty sure I had a moment with a seal like he kept coming up on like the beach and like staring like straight at us so it was like a non-verbal communication thing but it was like a magical like moment so I don't know I don't think you really have to like talk to them you just have to like be with them. did he say I'll seal you later I hope he did. I didn't hear it, but I hope he did. I felt it. That's the best I could do on short notice on seal puns. I can't really think of anything. Anything else I would just be copying from Arrested Development. So. Well, it's a good thing to copy from, so yeah. it's all good. Yeah. Um, so people should continue to go to skinknees.net. You're doing some great posts, uh, some important issues, and also just, you know, slices of life. Um, and what's going on with your writing? Like, in general, as far as zines are, uh, like, what do you have planned next that you, could, that you are allowed to tell us about? Okay, well, um, I'm actually going to read for the first time at the IE Zine Quest. Uh, oh, yeah, the, uh, yeah, IE Zine Quest. Yeah, yeah, um, next month, and I'm really excited about that because I've never read before. And I'm also going to have a new She's Not a Morning Person. It's going to be a poetry zine this time, so, Yeah. <laughs> Things coming up. <laughs> we'll look forward to reading that and hearing you speak, and I'm sure we'll talk to you more at IE Zine Quest. And anytime you're invited over just to come, you know. Hang out with your pets. Yes. Any manifestos you want to read or rants you want to make on the mic, we can set up a whole show around it. Awesome. Thank you, Brody. Thank you, Jen. I'm here with Casey of Krusty Comics. Hey, how are you? So tell me about how long you've been doing comics and what you like to draw about. Oh, I started doing comics in uh, 2009, and uh, I just try to do uh, just crazy, crazy stuff that makes people laugh, you know? I try to keep it edgy. Yeah. Are you San Diego native? Uh, no, actually, I'm, uh, I'm from Oceanside. i uh, originally from Northern California, but I've been living in Oceanside for a while. Okay. Yeah. Is this your first, uh, like, zine event, or have you been doing these now for the last few years as far as since you started doing comics? Uh, I've been doing a couple... Well, I went to the San Francisco Zine Fest. Uh, oh, that's right. That's where you know our friend Sarah from. Yeah, yeah. That's where I met her. And uh, this is my second Zine Fest. So, yeah. I'm pretty new to the game. Yeah. What are your impressions of the, the surrounding community of, of zines and DIY art? 
Oh man, I love it. I love this scene. It's uh, a lot better than like Comic Cons and stuff like that. I love this stuff. I'm digging it. Have you got a chance to walk around, like look at the tables yet? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, there's a lot going on. What kind of stuff do you like to read? Do I like to read? Oh man. As far as books, uh, I happen to, I just finished all the Game of Thrones books. I like to read those. Yeah. <laughs> I knocked those out. Now I'm reading Hunger Games. Uh, but as far as other stuff, I like to read comics, zines. I, if I can get my hand on a zine, I'm reading it, you know? Yeah. yeah. What, uh, now, so this is for a podcast audience online. Where can they find your stuff? Uh, like a website or? Oh, they can find it all on crustycomics.com. Okay. Yep. Do you have any other events or like releases planned for the near future? I'm hoping to get into LA Zine Fest and uh, probably the Long Beach Comic Con. I might try to do that. Well, we wish you luck, and thanks for talking to us today, Casey. Hey, thank you very much, man. Take it easy. I am here with Dora. Hello. Hello. So tell us about your role in making San Diego Zine Fest happen, who you did this with, what spawned the idea, and how you're enjoying it so far. All right. Well, I'm Dora. I'm born and raised here in San Diego, and I have lived in Los Angeles and Oakland and San Francisco, and so I was kind of inspired when I moved back home recently a year ago to um, kind of, I've been inspired by the culture outside of San Diego. I know that San Diego has a lot of good artists, has a, has a big underground zine, scene and zine scene. And I came back home and I, I always buy zines outside of San Diego and always do things outside and I just kind of getting tired of it. And I know I'm not the only one, <laughs> you know, it's a lot of us. So um, uh, myself and one of my best friends who we go to shows with and we travel and we do a lot of art stuff with um, decided that we wanted to create this a platform for zine creators here in San Diego. So we talked to the people at the venue and they were supportive of the idea. This is a, nobody's making money off of this. It was free to exhibitors because we wanted people to have a chance and an opportunity to exhibit and it's free admission because because it's new to San Diego and it might be new where people don't know if they want to go or not the fact that it's free is a little bit more flexible for people so the curiosity will follow through yeah so this year we definitely did it free for everybody so that we could just see how the turnout comes and and just do it we have we outreach to people up northern california southern california we have people from mexico here and tijuana is highly interested in doing this as well and we're um yeah so that kind of spawned why we wanted to do it and um we couldn't have not made this possible without everybody because everybody was totally interested and was inspired and played a part in it. Yeah, it's been a great turnout, a lot of, a lot of diverse uh, selections and, and great people here. What, uh, what do you enjoy most about zines? I enjoy the open interpretation for your own creativity. Uh, the fact that there's, uh, it's up to you to create your, your own ideas and platform and that you're expressing it at your, to your level, or I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't even know, to your standard, that it's up to you. It's not like a homework. It's not like working for a company where they're asking you of something. And uh, it's definitely just freedom of expression and watching you put it on something physical that you can share and touch and pass it on. <laughs> so should we expect more updates from sdzinefest.com? Definitely. Definitely. This is new for us and for everybody. Um, we're fairly simple people. <laughs> we keep it simple. We don't. We didn't quit our day jobs. We have a lot. 
and um, so definitely. Um, we want to do this yearly. That's how we're going to start. Everybody here is asking us how often we do it, if it's going to happen next week. So <laughs> we're definitely going to work. Our next step is trying to get perhaps some workshops and get people to get together bi-monthly and maybe um, how to make zines, how to do zines, and especially with children. Uh, San Diego is already needing it, but uh, we still have like the future of San Diego and to let them know that to express themselves and give them a platform as well. Very cool. Well, we wish you luck, and, and thank you for having us at uh, Shaky Town Radio at uh, SC Zine Fest, the first annual SC Zine Fest. Yes, thank you so much for coming. We appreciate everybody because we cannot do it without you here. Thank you so much. Thank you. So what did we learn today? We, um, Daisy and Erica and I are leaving San Diego. We actually left the San Diego Zine Fest a few hours ago and went and had a nice dinner and uh, adult conversation uh, because these two people I am with now are, are, are women, adult women, and I am an adult male. <laughs> yes, I mean, that's how I identify However, um, we were talking about some other males that might not necessarily be classified as adult. Uh, Erica? Uh, sure. Um, we were seeing a lot of them at uh, the Zine Fest and in life in general. Uh, we referred to them as dude bro man children. Yes. Yeah. So, Daisy, what, what is your impression of the dude boy, dude, dude bro man child? Um, they should stop existing. Right. Um, it's not cute. It's not charming. Just grow the fuck up. <laughs> For real, yo. Like, and I was astonished by this because as, as, as the listener knows, uh, my long-suffering spouse, Meg, has been with me for eight long-suffering years. So I've been, uh, what they call out the game. For a while now, uh, quite a while, I've been out the game. Uh, Erica, you're in the game. No, I, I, I purposely take myself out of the game because I hate the game. I, I don't want to play the game. It's <laughs> like put me on the bench forever. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It's 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 it's, it's a weird thing happening with the. I, I I won't even say youth of America. I'll just say like the young men of America. Um, it's in such thing as the Blurred Lines video. It's in such things as... Um, it's just everywhere. Yeah, it's just so depressing. I'm just, like, over it. It's pointless. People are horrible. Yeah. <laughs> and I, 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 for my part, am just going to say that it's not a knock against uh, San Diego or San Diego Zine Fest. It's just anywhere where you're around culture, like art, alternative culture, pop culture... Anything where there's going to be young people, you're going to see young men, and 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 say, what is it again? Well, dude I, bro. I I like to say, dude bro man children because it it encapsulate, encapsulates a group. Yeah. But I guess theoretically, if you're talking about someone specific, you could say, dude bro man child. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and you know we when we were talking about. When Erica and I were sharing these experiences of these with these dude bro man 
children they were well for me like just men that I've dated in San Diego and in Los Angeles so just want to reiterate we're not hating on San Diego men at all this is just all everyone every all male all males everywhere <laughs> are well no I don't know just in general I feel like there's this this type of male that's been bred and they're sort of like learning this new behavior and being really rude and disrespectful towards women with these things and with this like I don't know it's, it's just unfortunate because women are so rad us women are so rad and then these guys just sort of belittle women in the simplest of ways and they have no clue that they're doing it so I don't know. I mean, it's 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 it's, it's an issue we discussed tonight. Um, we we'll, we'll have to we'll have to talk about this with some other guests sometime. What's going on with things? Government shutdown. Uh, so breaking bads off the air. What kind of country is girls this? Girls are coming back. Well, girls <laughs> not, are starting. Not soon enough. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I'll feel a little better when I see Shoshana. Uh, I, I love Shoshana. I love I love Zosia Mamet. Yeah. In particular. Z- 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 how do you say her name? Uh, Z- Zosia Mamet. Zosia? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they all are like daughters of, <laughs> of people whose names you should know. So here are the women on television that I have crushes on. Okay. Zosia Mamet. Uh-huh. Um... Journey Smollett Bell. Who is that? Who you might remember her as the coach's assistant on Friday Night Lights, or uh, she was in the uh, Tyler Perry movie Temptation. Mm. Um, she's currently on Parenthood. Mm. Um, and who else do I like? I like Candy Alexander of Treme and News Radio. Also, a very attractive woman. It's Daisy getting ready to yell at somebody in this. Oh no! I was just trying to see what was happening. Oh yeah, we're we're hitting some traffic. some traffic. I thought she was gonna go like New York cab driver on it. Yeah. Like, hey, 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 you. Um. Who else do you have a crush on on TV? On television. Television. Amy. S- <laughs> what? <laughs> or TV? <laughs> Amy Sedaris. Does she count? Is she on TV still? She's in like uh, commercials now. That's not. That doesn't count. That doesn't count as TV. Okay. But thanks for sharing. Sure. Uh, <laughs> maybe some Deborah Ann Wool who plays Jessica on True Blood. Yeah. No, I don't you don't watch True Blood. Um, I think that's. I think that's a good enough roster no right there. The newsroom? No one. I don't watch the newsroom. I will watch the newsroom. I'll catch up on it. Um. I don't know. TV crushes. Um. Yeah. Wait. Let's turn this commercial off. We're like, <laughs> um, yeah, but now it's all silent. Because we're waiting but for you to we're waiting, your Right, TV no, crushes. I know. We're listening to music. Um, TV crushes. I think, I think his name, it's, what is it, John Gallagher Jr. in a uh, newsroom? Okay. He's, yes. Um, who else? It doesn't have to be current TV, does it? No, no. Uh, uh, like, you like somebody from MASH or? No, I was going to go, go a little bit. More a young recent. Jamie Farr? <laughs> no. Um, why am I, uh, why am I blanking? It's the West Wing. It's Sam on the West Wing. Oh, But, yeah. like, circa West Wing. 
Not like recently. Not um. Not Chris Traeger, Parks and Recreation. I mean, that's who that's, he plays now. Right. No. No. He's a little little old. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, guys. Um. Gosh, I should come back to me. I gotta think about this. All right. Daisy, crushes on TV or television. I have no idea. I don't really watch TV. Actually, that's not true. I have a crush on Chris Messina from The Mindy Project. Okay. I have to say. Yeah. Even though he's kind of a huge asshole in that show to Mindy. He's, like, really chauvinistic. <laughs> but um, in general, he's done other movies, like The Mechanical Man, where he plays a really interesting character. He's, like, depressed and, like, artsy, like, fartsy guy who, who, like, is misunderstood by his wife or his girlfriend or his wife, I can't remember, and then, like, she ends up leaving him and he ends up finding uh, love with another with another woman that he meets at a zoo where he ends up working and being a mechanical, the giant mechanical man who's wearing blue, all blue makeup on his face. Wow. So he's, uh, so he's, see, he's versatile. Okay, he can be <laughs> a dick on the Mindy Project, but then he also has his other side, which... I think it's, I find appealing. What's this person doing? Come on. Uh, she was just moving over because right. she just pretty much did what that car did, and she was I like don't, freaking out. I don't trust people in traffic. No, yeah, for sure. Ever. What happened? We were like going, and then just like it's like yeah. uh, it's, this is the thing. Like people in San Diego, I think Los Angeles, Los Angeles know how to drive in traffic. San Diego people don't know how to drive in traffic because they're just so used to not really having traffic, and then. It's just really funny because they're just like all trying to move at the same time. It's really weird. So, speaking of really weird, uh, San Diego Zine Fest was. Thank you. No, it was good. It was fun for me. It was a really weird day. I, I had some emotional ups and downs. Um, I met a lot of good people. You got to hear a lot of them on mic. There was a couple other people who we didn't get to talk to on mic, but were. Um, also nice to meet, um, there were dogs. Yeah, there were lots of dogs, and I normally really like dogs, but it was super crowded, and some of them were off leash, and it was like, I felt really bad for these it dogs. It was a dog-friendly environment, no, for sure. No, not at all, and I, it was really bad, and I, I feel like these were stupid dog owners who were, like, bringing their dogs into this environment, and, like... I mean, I guess if you're holding your dog, that's one thing. But some of these dogs were either too big to be held or, like, jumped down or whatever it was. And it was, like, this dog kept, like... And this was, like, a big, like, you know... It was, like, a pit bull. It was a pit bull. And I don't have anything against pit bulls. I know lots of them. I think they're very sweet. But, like, this one was big. And it was, you know, kind of a aggressive, like, fast-paced dog. And it kept bumping into me. And I was, like, not... It was standing in a place and I just didn't want a dog bumping into me without me knowing... I don't know. It was like a bad dog owners. That's what it was. I saw, I saw that same owner. I think, you know, because there were so many smells probably for the pets, yeah. uh, the dog was trying to go another way. And then, like, the dog was trying to go to the right and the owner was trying to go straight. And, like, the dog was trying to sniff whatever off of the floor. I like, the owner, like, forcefully moved him with, like, his knee and, like, shoved it in his face so, like, the dog could go straight. And I was like, dude, that's so uncool to do that to your pet like either just let him smell it and he'll get over it eventually and then just continue going where you were going or like go outside I don't know yeah um other things to point out about uh 
San Diego Zine Fest today. Um, you, you heard our conversation with Dora. Uh, they're hoping to do... This would be the first of many things to come. We'll let you know how that is developing. Um, we talked today about Barrio Logan and, and how that neighborhood has changed. Um, we, uh, Erica, you and I didn't really talk much about this on mic, um, but we did a little bit about, you know, you've, you've frequented many zine fests and, and been an organizer as well as a vendor. And, um, something I did want to ask you, cause I don't know this, uh, when, when would you say you started really immersing yourself in the culture? Um, probably when I was living in Chicago, uh, and there was, before the first Chicago Scene Fest, which I believe was, it was, got a, it was 2010, I think. I don't think it was, wait a minute, let me, let me do a little bit more math in my brain. Um, <laughs> I guess it was 2000, yeah, pretty sure, pretty positive it was 2010 was the first year. Um, and I was sort of a volunteer that year. Uh, and I sat in on an open meeting and I met a lot of, it was like the first time I sat in a room and I was like, there are all of these people and more in the city that I live in that make scenes. Yeah. So that was like kind of how I got immersed in that. Cool. And, and Erica, of course, wrote, um, my, uh, my, my little friend Yeah. and dear high school boy. Yes. That's a one shot, but it still <laughs> sells. People relate to that one a lot. Yeah. I relate to that. I do. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, try to leave it kind of open, but yet very specific. Yeah. That's, that's some of the best writing, I think. Oh, thank um, you. Yeah. And, uh, what's, what's, what's on the horizon for Erica? Um, hopefully another zine. Uh, I don't, I seem to make, uh, deadlines for zines to be zine fests for me, especially like significant zine fests for me personally, like the Chicago Zine Fest, or LA Zine Fest, or Portland Zine Symposium. Um, but I did not go to Portland Zine Symposium this year, so I did not make a zine in August. Hopefully I'll have one by February. Possibly not. Who knows? <laughs> we'll make it happen. Oh, wait, wait. I'm going to organize a Bell and Sebastian yes. dance night, like yes. evening, at a bar somewhere in LA. It's going to happen. Uh, also, I really, really want to organize a 10th anniversary screening of Mean Girls because mm -hmm. it'll be their 10th anniversary this April, and I believe it's on a Wednesday, which is great if you're <laughs> a fan of Mean Girls and know what that means. Uh, but, so yeah, that's what's on the horizon. All right. Daisy, what's on the horizon for you? Um, I think... The only thing that I have coming up is doing the IE Zine Quest or Fest or whatever. I forget yeah. what it's called exactly. Um, I yeah. always confuse it. Was it Quest or Fest? It's now, uh, if you listen to the most recent episode with Raymond Rand, oh. it was, it's now the IE Zine Quest. Okay. Yeah. Well, I will do that with you. I'm on the table with, with Mr. Hubbard here. And then that's pretty much it. And then, as usual, I'm going to keep on trying to pump stuff out um, to have new stuff to show at LA Zine Fest next year and hopefully with the new um, prerequisites that they require of the zine of the of the exhibitors I will 
be able to fulfill those to participate with them in the third year of their scene festival. And that's it. I mean, I'm just busy with school right now, so I don't have that much time on my hands. Not until December. I just got to say something. We just passed a minivan, and just like a white unmarked minivan, and on the back there's this, like, I don't know, five-inch-long sticker that says Mortuary Transport. So that just happens. <laughs> uh, in other news, I'd like to announce my new band, Mortuary Transport. <laughs> Because uh, that's a great name, and I'm going to cop that now from them. Um, for Shaky Town Radio and myself and Fair Dig, what's on the horizon? Just uh, more shows coming up soon. And Fair Dig will be obviously at Inland Empire's Quest. I'll be doing a reading. Um, you can right now go to razorcake.org and hear a reading I did of material from Fair Dig 1. And... Other than that, just uh, dealing with things. Life. Life. With things called life. Being, trying not to be a dude bro man child. Definitely. You <laughs> a good job, Brody. Thank you, Erica. Thank you, Daisy. And thank you, Shaky Town listeners. I hope you enjoyed this on-the-road edition to San Diego. I want to thank, uh, again, Dora and all the... Uh, San Diego organizers and the fellow vendors who we spoke to and the nice people who came and looked at and bought or traded zines with us so until your dog is off the leash I'm Brody Foster Hubbard for Shaky Town Radio I think that's the end I think that was good guys I think it worked out